This is Frank Gaffney with the Secure Freedom Minute. Evidently, the nation's top military officer has indeed betrayed our country. Through a spokesman yesterday, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark Milley confirmed that he had conversations last October and in January with his Chinese counterpart aimed at, quote, avoiding unintended consequences or conflict, unquote. That characterization appears to be an effort to spin Milley's reported promise to warn the People's Liberation Army if we were going to attack China. Evidently, the general has also extracted from his senior subordinates what he saw as an oath to him that could conflict with their oaths to support and defend the Constitution. Such outrages demand the JCS chairman's resignation and or his court-martialing. Unfortunately, President Biden declared yesterday he had, quote, great confidence in General Milley, quote, we can have none in either man or other U.S. officials like them who favor China's rise. This is Frank Gaffney. Now more with Frank Gaffney. We're back and we're joined by Kevin Freeman, one of our more or less regulars. We've gotten a little out of sync with Kevin, but we're hoping to get back in the groove with him because he contributes mightily um, both to this program and through his own television program, Economic War Room with Kevin Freeman. You can follow that at uh, economicwarroom.com. You can also check out uh, Kevin's writings and musings at uh, globaleconomicwarfare.com. He is our duty expert at the Center for Security Policy, for which he is a senior fellow, and here at Secure Freedom Radio, and all things economic warfare, and it's always a delight to have him with us. Uh, Kevin is also the author of Secret Weapon and Game Plan, two terrific books on very compelling subjects which all of us need to be following closely. Kevin, welcome back to Secure Freedom Radio. It is so good to have you with us. Thank you, Frank. It's good to be back. Let me start by asking you about um, a development that we discuss in a new paper of our Committee on the Present Danger China, of which we're very happy to say you are an important member, um, about uh, China biting the hand that feeds it, or that has to date at least, uh, namely our capital markets. Um, specifically, it draws on some very important warnings by an unlikely source, George Soros, about the inadvisability of Americans investing in communist China. Talk a little bit about um, this remarkable development. And uh, is it just a case, do you think, of the broken clock being right twice a day? (laughs) Or or does this signal a a change in the environment that um, even George Soros now feels he must join in mourning about? Well, I think it's an extraordinary shocker for all of us. Uh, George Soros, uh, on the side of... uh, um, democratic systems and freedom and liberty versus the repression of China. It's, uh, it's unbelievable. Here's what's happened. Over the past 20 years, uh, China has sold us that they're a great global partner and they're heading towards the global utopia that uh, George Soros has been pushing for, uh, which is remade under his image. Uh, Xi Jinping has decided, no, that China is the master of the universe, that they're the middle kingdom and they deserve to be in charge of everything. And so they've come in conflict. Wall Street has been funding China all of this, which Soros has noted. Uh, And unfortunately, I think this is a terribly bad signal. If uh, Xi Jinping no longer cares what Soros and others think, that means that they're preparing for a very serious conflict. is the leitmotif here, it seems to me, is most of the things China is doing at the moment, whether it is crushing uh, U.S. investors in their capital markets or whether it is um, 
more broadly, it seems um, shutting down supply chains or whether it is you know, pulling out of Hollywood uh, as a, a kind of precursor to a conflict uh, with the United States and presumably others as well. And uh, this is going on against the backdrop of uh, the drama that's playing out, of course, with uh, General Mark Milley. And uh, it does seem as though when people like him profess that uh, China is is not our enemy. Uh, it is further indication of just how um, ill-suited for this very important position he currently holds as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Um, General Milley is. Uh, but let me let me just um, ask you, as you look at um, Soros's warnings, what he is particularly focused on. You and I have talked about it often over the years, Kevin. Is the role being played by Larry Fink? and uh, his company, uh, BlackRock, in promoting Chinese interests at the expense of American investors, including, among others, of course, BlackRock's own clients. What's up with that? Well, Larry Fink, who is the biggest advocate of socially responsible investing, then takes client dollars and pushes them into the least socially responsible market in the world, which is China, where they interfere at will, where they don't care about human rights. They do human organ harvesting, where they have the social credit system. All of these things uh, are anti what is being sold, which is a bait and switch, and which is exactly what uh, what Soros calls out. But just going back to the previous point, China is even either preparing and getting on a war footing for a major conflict or the other alternative, some believe that China is imploding internally financially. Either one of them is bad because if they implode completely internally under Xi Jinping, uh, they will move to a war footing. Uh, and and the idea that we would support that financially is outrageous. And if even George Soros sees it, something needs to be done. The SEC needs to step up uh, and, and immediately start looking at all these Chinese companies. For 20 years, we've told investors, invest in Chinese companies and, and you'll get rich as China grows and, and succeed. That's no longer uh, the outlook. That's not what any rational person could see at this point. And, and the fact that Larry Fink and others are pushing American investors that direction, that's frightening. Speaking of which, uh, in your economic war room programming, you recently did a segment on privatized communism by woke corporations. I would assume that BlackRock under its CEO, Larry Fink, would be one of the preeminent examples of this phenomenon. Um, is it, Kevin? And and what's the most important takeaway from that program, as you see? Well, here's the reality is that there are two ways you can do things. You can do things the old-fashioned way, which is you communists take over and you kill a bunch of people. Uh, the other way you can do it is you can leave the appearance of ownership in a system to where the companies work for the state. And so we talked about ESG and how they're implementing a lot of political uh, objectives via corporations. And here's here's another one. You want to have uh, everybody uh, get the shot, and therefore you'll use OSHA to require the companies to require their employees to do it. it it's it's not a direct government mandate, but. And Larry Fink and ESG, they're doing the very same things, mandating that corporations toe the line, uh, which is uh, really implementing progressive leftist policy. It certainly is. And progressive, I think, is one of those um, euphemisms that disguises what really is afoot. And I was pleased to see you put a fine point on it in your programming. Uh, it's communism. It's it's Marxism uh, that these guys are championing. And um to the extent that uh, the capitalists have 
thrown in with them. Um, it, it certainly bespeaks, I think, Kevin, uh, a mutation of capitalism, the so-called stakeholder capitalism that is wholly at odds, really, with the underpinning of a free market system and portends its doom, does it not? Stakeholder capitalism is communism. It's where, you know, from each according to his abilities to each according to his needs, we take care of all the stakeholders. Uh, it, it goes against Milton Friedman. It goes against the free market system. It goes against shareholder ownership. Um, you know, and we've covered that. We've we've done multiple shows on what's wrong with stakeholder capitalism. It sounds great. It really is backdoor communism. Right. And a, and a way of insinuating it into our government, our, our country, our economic system, for sure. Um, which brings me to another way. And Kevin, you've been at the forefront, I think, of warning about this. Talk about programmable money and how it could fit in with a sort of social credit system like China's uh, to advantage certain favored people and to punish others and otherwise uh, exercise a, a measure of control that um, is totally antithetical to you know, our constitutional system and freedoms, uh, but may well be in distinct prospect now, especially if these vaccine passports conduce to it. Well, our government is desperate to have the authority and the power that the Chinese government has to monitor, control, and the people of the country. And, and they're doing it through whatever means possible, whether it's NSA listening in on phone calls or, or whatever. And there are laws that protect you on that. But, but programmable money uh, is one where we will sign up for it and willingly give all our information where that money is only good uh, if the government says it's good. For example, if you're given digital currency, digital dollars, which is they're working on it now, you can only spend them in a certain zip code if the government wants to limit you to in, and your travel. You can only spend them for a certain time period. If the government wants to increase your spending or decrease your spending, they, they're not good for a certain period of time. If, you have, if you're overweight, uh, they're not good at... Uh, uh, certain at McDonald's and certain places where they think it's bad for your health. And now there's a new one that just came out, uh, a MasterCard that's a carbon tracking credit card. It analyzes your purchases to determine how much carbon emissions you've created so that they can help you. And people are running to it because, they, oh, it'll make me a better citizen. I'll, I'll, I'll bet. No, you're handing the government control over every aspect of your lives. And if they can control the money, it's the mark of the beast type stuff from the Bible where you're not allowed to buy or sell unless uh, unless the government approves it. Kevin Freeman, this is such an important topic to which I hope we can return with you soon. It uh, is really vital and it's exemplary of the kind of you know, clarity that you bring to so many of these issues and the early warning system that your terrific program, Economic War Room, uh, provides all of us. Keep it up, my friend, and come back to us again very soon, if you would. Hope the rest of you will come back to us again tomorrow, same time, same station. Until then, this is Frank Gaffney. Thanks for listening. been listening to Secure Freedom Radio with Frank Gaffney.